with Hey everybody, and welcome to the Martial Mind Podcast. Three training brothers talking all things martial arts, exploring training, self-discipline, and mindset. We'll be doing deep dives into Kung Fu, life, and the current state of the world. So did anybody check out the... um? The Sanda tips that Siwang posted on his Instagram? I saw a few of them. That uh, reverse Dude. punch to the uh, spinning back kick is sick. Oh, I'm so, so sick. It's I hate looking at myself on video, though. Like, I hate looking <laughs> at myself on video. Like, if you pay attention to it, my sash is, like, just above the waistline. I did see an awkward sash position. So, you. like, the little pot belly that I'm working on, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. The little <laughs> pot belly that I'm working on that I put on, it's COVID weight, okay? I promise. It's um, weight. It's just, like, a little constricted, and it's got, I've got such a muffin top. It's so embarrassing, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's motivation to, to hit the goals, you know what I mean? I feel like we've definitely all had periods where we're, like, more on top of our shit than others, you know? Yeah, I, I completely agree, and, and I think, Kind of, I think. I think good segue leading into what we wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, our journey with, um, you know, consistency with training and with, you know, us even like literally just making it, making it to class, making it like putting boots on the ground, training, and kind of our experiences with that. I think is a good place to start. Yeah, there's there is an ebb and flow to it. You know, a lot of us have lives, and a lot of we have to put food on the table. We got to show we got to show up for work and. You know, that's that's a testament for my life is I travel all over the place and I work a lot and I work nights, so I can't train on work days and and that work life balance is has been really my focus for the last pair of years. Mm-hmm. I've been training with you guys, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that's it's you know definitely something that takes work and everyone has a different way of doing it and it's important to understand you can't be in two places at once and you know we all get through it and just got to keep it up. You know, we, we're doing the right thing right now. Well, what's funny is that it really blends into the rest of your life. So everything revolves around your dedication to yourself, right? So if you have projects that you want to complete, you need to be disciplined enough to show up to do those projects. Like like, like it's said all the time that showing up is half the battle. And being in class and training and finding ways, like we met up in the morning and we hit, yesterday morning and we hit pads, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's just like, Let's show up and let's do the work. We even said it then, like, oh, I'm not feeling too great. Let's just do what we can, mm-hmm. work through the soreness, and then you feel better, you know? But what's funny is that the more you show up to train and the more you discipline and dedicate your time to coming to class, you find that your projects in the rest of your life suddenly start becoming more prevalent. Like, you like, like, like you take more time to work on them. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a, a term uh, that I've heard used around uh, like the stock market and whatnot um, that you got to pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. And, you know, you don't want to be a bag holder. That's the term. When you're holding a bag, you're at a loss. And when you pay yourself first, you don't normally things work out well. And going to Kung Fu, doing Tai Chi, it's paying yourself. You know, you're doing the right thing by you taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, which is... 80% of what yeah. we're doing, like you said earlier, you know, so uh, you, you don't get those benefits unless you put the time in and yeah, it's an investment. It, it is, uh, it's time taken, you know, so you, you can't get the time back, but it is worth putting the time into Tai Chi and Kung Fu because those benefits are measurable and you're not going to experience them unless you commit. And now to anybody who's listening who might not be a Kung Fu or a Tai Chi practitioner, it's whatever your thing is. 
you know, whatever your why, whatever your thing that you want to be better at or you want to accomplish. If you want to whittle, you <laughs> got to show up with that knife and you got to whittle or you're never going to whittle anything that looks halfway decent. You I never, know what I, I mean? I just never thought I'd be creating or helping create like a Jocko Willink, Jocko Whittler <laughs> podcast, basically. Can you imagine if he never went to war and he just got really into woodworking and he was kind of like, it was like this old house with Jocko Willink? He made nothing but jongs and (laughs) we're just like... (laughs) Just like, how do you expect to be making this great wicker furniture if you're not up at 2.30 in the morning? He just owns like one of those Adirondack... You're getting after that wood. It's like, dude, hey dude, relax. It's wood, it's not going anywhere. He's posting pictures of his watch next next to like a lathe every morning, you know what I mean? Just his watch next to a wooden watch he just whittled. It's like, dude, it's like, come on. Like, Time to work. Yeah. I want to make an Adirondack wooden bear lawn ornament. Let's go. Because I'm it's like, currently dude, drinking his protein. It's like, dude, I don't mind you making so much. Just don't be so sweaty while doing it. Like, just relax. Stop burning so many calories. Aftermath. Yeah. Please stop screaming at me. <laughs> Aftermath. You're petrifying the woods. Stop screaming at it. For the love the of God. <laughs> just, the neighbors are complaining. Oh, Please. Dude. But whatever it is, I mean, like, yoga, just going to the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I never understood... Why, like, just aesthetics being people's goals? Like, how can you be... Like, I met somebody the other day who was just so into himself, and then he literally... Who's the dude from Mortal Kombat that's the actor? That's Johnny Cage. Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage. This man was liter- real-life Johnny Cage. Like, with the sunglasses <laughs> yeah, I was gonna and the say, attitude he's just and like a sun, He's just like a sunglasses. He's just like oh, a, a pair I of sunglasses with, like, shoes on. I watched him leave and just him with his sunglasses on being like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. He's got his full name tattooed across his collarbones <laughs> like Johnny Cage. He forgets who he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, I have, I have hair gel for blood. It's like, okay, relax. <laughs> calm down. Please calm down. Oh, but yeah, no. Like, I never understood. I'm a living embodiment of a headband. It's like, okay, dude, please... <laughs> But if, I mean, if that's your goal, power to you. You know what I mean? If that's your goal, hey, dude, power to you. he has singular you. vision. Like, dude, I mean, think of many people, like, that don't have anything. Like, dude, if that guy's like, I want to be in shape and I want to look this way and be hair gel guy, dude, be hair gel guy. You but it makes I mean? you like, feel a certain way. And unfortunately, for the people who are annoyed <laughs> by those kinds of people, generally, they're super <laughs> successful. <laughs> People that are generally put off by hair gel culture and all of its. <laughs> I'm a proponent of hair gel. Do you have stock in LA looks? You know what I mean. It takes an enormous amount of work to be that much of a douchebag, so you gotta admire the dedication. Dude, the dude LA looks just sounds like I don't know what that is, but that just sounds like it's gel from before. No, you were I, I was born. just gonna say it sounds like it sounds like the it sounds like the clearest like the, the like gel you get at Target that is in a giant tub that is like, as clear as you can get it with the most bubbles in it possible. That's exactly what it is. Oh, it, that's okay, exactly good. what that's LA looks. Exactly LA. Look. It's it, it's hair gel that wants to be got to be. Are you but lying isn't. for content? What? <laughs> no, lying. Guys, I'm not a marketing rep for LA. That, that that's that'd be ridiculous. But if you guys want something, just let me know after the show. My, my bros in the '90s. Hey, stop Ray Charlesing around your microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I uh, when I still had hair, uh, you know when I was a kid. Yeah, that's because there's no cameras. But I I, I shave my head. I am a bald man. Um, but I used to gel my hair back and do the whole like spike shit like back in the day. Oh, and, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, su- me too. Super Italian. Su- uh, <laughs> the, the coif. I would like comb wow. it and then I'd rub my fingers yeah. through well, it. Well, look it was... at me. I'm one to talk. I mean, like I've got like yeah. I've got like Jesus hair over here. <laughs> Ginger that's, Jesus. That's very true. You could break it. You can break into building some sort of like Catholic shed at any moment. We just don't know what type of Jesus woodwork you could start doing. Fun oh fact: God. Who knows? You can get into anywhere for free if you carry a ladder. That's also true. That's a very good point. <laughs> I'm here to put in some work. Yeah, that's it. You just walk in with a ladder. The movie theater, the gym, splish splash. I'm going to change the light. Dude, dude if, you walk in, if you even if you, if you, walk, in with like a, if you walk in with a clipboard or like a hard hat and you just look like you're late to wherever you need to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're going to stop you and be like, do you know what I'm doing right now? Uh, uh, I am, do, you, do you know? 
and then you just make them feel bad for not knowing, and you're like, yeah, get out of my way. No, I just want to apologize to everybody who is listening to the first five minutes of this podcast because the last time I remembered to open like all my fluid containers and just leave them open prior <laughs> to recording, but it's just going to be riddled with the click clacking of a protein shake because and your and your your hydro flask lube. It sounds like you're like opening like a pressure sealed like submarine. Right. Hatch. It's a Yeti. Sponsor us. It's a Yeti. <laughs> please. Okay. I need money, you. please. I'll I take. Like I'll, seven. I'll take Contigo. Please, just anything. anything. <laughs> what the fuck is Contigo? Oh, it's, oh, it's like the, a Target the, the brand or whatever. Yeah. Hey, Contigo. No, that's a, that's a song. <laughs> um, I don't know Spanish. So, dudes, uh, I found this story today. It's here's a headline: Massive black bear Hank the Tank continues California home break-in spree. What? Excuse me. <laughs> he's burglarizing. He's like he's. He's like, we take all of our food. He's like, I want your jewels and passports. It's like, what type of bear are you? <laughs> I'm a bear that feeds on chaos. Like, where are you going? It's like the evil Yogi the Bear. <laughs> you can't go anywhere with this. Uh, February 21st, a 500-pound black bear nicknamed Hank the Tank is causing alarm in a town near California's Lake Tahoe where the massive Bruin has been blamed for breaking into dozens of properties. Dozens of them. What? But, like, but like how are you going to stop him? Like well, unfortunately, with, with they usually put these animals down. Well, I've, I've seen those... Only, I feel like the only way you can put that down is if you somehow, the, the police force hires a larger bear. You know what I mean? Like, good, thing, good thing we got Bert, the 600-pound bear on the police force to, like, deal with that. I don't know he, why He's a hunting about. bear. Yeah, yeah. You know Sir I mean? Barrington, he's a knight. <laughs> yeah, let's see. The, the article goes on to say... Um, Let's see. Police in South Lake Tahoe, California, said the bear struck again on Friday, escal- <laughs> escalating his antics by bursting into a locked and secured home rather than his usual modus operandi of entering unlocked garages. He usually in comes a in via pa- food. He usually comes in via halo jump. Usually <laughs> comes in comes in via parachute a lot of the time. <laughs> We're going dark. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, uh, <laughs> fish aren't included in wildlife. You can't just say the California Department of Wildlife. When you like, said fish, I just I just imagine like there was fish as officers working there like they just like fish with badges on like, we've got to keep these other fish. animals in line uh let's see the california department of fish and wildlife says hank is responsible for damage to 38 homes and has triggered more than 150 calls to authorities oh my god well that's it that's your news for the day can you imagine <laughs> live, yeah, well not only are you in california you can't go out of your house the state is on fire, and you have a fucking bear in your pantry. Yeah, <laughs> a repeat break-in bear. Yeah. What? <laughs> I just feel like you go to. It's like welcome to California. The air is filled with particulates and bobcats, and it's like I just I don't want to live here. Remember also, Cal- the, also, the property taxes are a thousand dollars a minute. You're here. <laughs> Did you I mention Long Island? Relax. It's the same. <laughs> That's out also here. true. It's yeah. just, it's just <laughs> welcome to California. Not on fire is where basically where we are. No bears, but way more people that shouldn't be driving but are. That's yeah, one thousand percent. One million. Oh. Oh my god so <laughs> i just love I, I love just having a conjoined add attack that just no one can stop it's the and gift I, that keeps on giving so so um so that is the news for the day and we'll have plenty of other news i would imagine as the podcast goes on even this one specifically whenever we risk dead air i have a feeling john is gonna pull out something ridiculous he's like our wild card it could yeah. totally happen I'm, john, I'm... John, any, anytime anytime there's a beach john just kool-aid man's just like <laughs> This is the most live, not live podcast you'll ever hear, and it's because we work too much. So, 
We just don't have time. I, I heard a term recently, an agent of chaos. I can definitely be an agent of chaos. Well, I mean, podcast. does that not, that, that comes full circle back to the whole point of this, which is like doing the things that you set out to do. You right. know what I mean? And also, and also realizing not to get, not to get corny, but I'm going to for a second, but literally taking that, taking that phrase you just said, and this was something from, from the last podcast that I said of, of realizing like how much, how much chaos you're causing for yourself and, and knowing that like part of the, part of part of the training both in kung fu directly and outside of kung fu is realizing how much how much in your in your own way you are but how freeing that is and realizing how much control you do have over certain things whether it's act whether it's actually actions or things but also just even just your reactions to certain things and your perspective on how you're on how you're dealing with your life which i struggle with at times as well and i'm sure we all we all do and how you can come back from Hank the Tank destroying your kitchen, you know? <laughs> right. your, well, that's a your big barrier to how overcome. Do you, how do you deal with that emotionally and mentally, you know? I, I, I recommend mean? sitting meditation for two and a half hours <laughs> in the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> Just quit your job. Live out I of must your meditate. Van. He's still in the house. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that retreat was the first time I sat in meditation for uh, – we mentioned it in episode one, we talk about a retreat the school took, and I'm sure we'll get into to more detail in it, but it was the only time I had ever sat for an hour in meditation, and I won't sit for an hour in meditation until the next retreat. It was crazy. <laughs> it's, it, it, and it's crazy, too, because we talk about in Kung Fu how really um, sitting meditation, you know, really is the, the how in the Shaolin perspective, is the highest form and the hardest form of training, really, is seated seated meditation. Um, and to more 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 so that it's um, it's all meditation, true. And that the seated meditation is the most difficult form of meditation. Mm. That the the savage the body to spirit the mind concept that uh, the kung fu is the easiest form of meditation because it requires so many faculties to do. It's actually the easiest to focus on. You know what I mean? And then you have. Your jingong being the energy, moving meditation, you know what I mean? And then Dai Lohan was sitting, sitting meditation, mm-hmm. you know? Sifu has said repeatedly that sitting meditation is the hardest. And he's, he's so right because he mentions the, um, the itches, the random itches you get. And it's a thing. You're sitting there and all of a sudden your nose is just like, you know, scratch me. And you know, like, you got to resist that whole, like, you know, twitching and moving. It does and... whisper so seductively at you in your ear. Scratch me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting sweet talked by, getting sweet talked by your septum. Uh, it's your conscious mind being like, hello. <laughs> yeah. And it, hey, guys. And it's crazy because I, I, I think this was probably one of the, one of the, not, probably not like enlightening, but one of the most interesting things from that talk when we were, when we were in, in meditation or talking about the meditation was how he was saying how. Feeling those things is natural because it's your, it's your, um, your general conscious mind that you're used to having in your daily activity, always grabbing for stuff, that monkey mind that you're not used to challenging. So when you actually try to calm it and calm the water to see what's at the bottom of the pond, your mind almost has like a immune response where it, it tries to, oh no, no, itch this, oh, your foot's a little, oh, did you, did you, did you file your tax return yet? And all this stuff where you're not thinking about, and it's like, dude, it's June, but your brain's like, yeah, but like, we gotta get ahead on that, right? Like, we gotta figure that out. And you're like, dude, I'm, I'm meditating. Let's talk about the tax return afterwards. Like, no, 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 Okay, well, at least itch the back of your head real quick. I'll give you, give me that, you and know? People have this misconception about meditation that when you, you like reach nirvana or like you completely clear your mind or empty your mind, when that's not true at all. You know, meditation is 
that whole dealing with your conscious mind and and doing your best to kind of push it aside the thoughts are going to be there the thoughts exist and it, it's about more or less ignoring them than completely getting rid of them because you're not going to be able to do that it's impossible it's because if you, if that happens your brain's not working you know so you ha- you are going to be thinking you're, there are thoughts that are going to be entering your mind and you don't like you know enter standby mode. You yeah. just uh, yeah, you're... Windows XP hard restart. <laughs> doom, 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 yeah. Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the struggle, and it's not really even a struggle. That's that's what happens. Yeah, at least in my stage of training. Maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll be able to levitate one day. Like you know, maybe I, be... dude. I used to think that. I mean, like yeah. everybody goes through it. Where like you meet our teachers, right, and you're like. This is so what do cool. they do when they go home? <laughs> you know what I mean? They just, just like, Bodhi and meditates yeah. in the same place for yeah. like nine years. And like I remember one of the, the other instructors was like, I was like, does he like sit in a horse dance when he watches TV? And he's like, no, he eats chicken nuggets like regular people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hangs upside down like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing that we forget, you know? Like they, they, they say that you, everybody gets disappointed when their heroes become human. But you forget that your heroes were always human in the first place. Mm. Right. Which makes you no less capable of achieving those things. And it's also, know? and that fact is actually more inspiring. 100%. More inspiring. 100%. You know, I mean, like, like Gary V is just a dude. You know what <laughs> I mean? He's a regular he's, guy. He's just a regular guy. He's just a regular guy. <laughs> he's got a favorite variety of Eggo waffles, just like the rest of us. <laughs> he prefers to get all of his Eggo waffles from garage sales in Orange <laughs> County, New Jersey. Gently so used Eggo waffles. <laughs> like, where... <laughs> Like, you just rub it against one cheek and just put it back in the package. Like, it's just that gently. You toast, what would be worse is toasting them and then refreezing them. Oh, no, like half toasting and then putting it back in the fridge. I feel like if you do that, it just, it makes like, like the ego math on that, like the ego physics. You just take it out of the freezer again and it's just water. Like, it's just liquid. It just defies all physics. You've angered the waffle gods. You just open it and it screams. 100% freezer burn. But, so getting back to the point, right? So we we started this on a very nice how the how did we get here we started this on a very nice note all the time. about being dedicated and going back and forth to your uh, back back and forth with your goals right and meditation being the thing that teaches you to come back to center right yeah. come back to where you were and even then let's talk about that for a second right so let's say you're going through the monkey mind you're sitting in your meditation you know what I mean and things are starting to itch at you. And you're starting to think about stupid stuff. All ever, the time. You ever go off on like a whole like five, six minute tangent in your mind and the next thing you realize like, oh, we're, we're, we're in class. We're meditating. Or I have not gotten yeah. out of and just, and just as a quick yeah. And just as a quick side thing for, for people who don't know, I'm sure we've alluded to it enough, but the, when we say the monkey mind, it's just a almost like a metaphor that we use to describe the normal 21st century brain of just the, the monkey's always grasping at branches. It's always looking for stuff. It's always attracted to things where in meditation we're, we're learning to allow things in but not hold on to anything just let them go let them pass observe and don't attach when you're meditating but continue right the concept of clearing your mind does not exist so you're You're just like what john was saying right so now it's funny because like you know we're only students you know what i mean we're all just learning yeah so none of us are coming at this from the perspective of like teachers or anything like that we're just people who are trying to figure things out yeah and I've definitely made progress in my life. I mean, I've got a lot of goals. I've got a lot of places that I want to go. I've got a lot of things that I want to do and a lot of things I want to finish and accomplish. But I mean, like, I'm the kind of person that I don't finish books. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a thing. I I don't, I don't finish video games. Mm. I don't. Oh, that plagues me every day. Every day. I don't, (laughs) 
you know, I, I, I have the ADHD thing with, and I'm diagnosed, okay? I'm not just generalizing. But, like, the, 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 the thousand unfinished or unstarted projects. Yeah. You know? I remember when I had knee surgery, I went to Michael's and I picked up and spent, like, a whole bunch of money on calligraphy. Because I was going to learn calligraphy. And that's what something I was going to do. And have I ever... Once, once I wrote the alphabet out and then I was done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like dra- drawings I used to, I, I, I used to draw all the time. I don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not everything you start, you're going to want to stick with. And it's important to try new things. However, you know, when it comes down to sitting down and completing something and finishing something and getting moving with where you want to go in your life, sometimes it can be hard. You know, and I've noticed that consistency, dedication, showing up to something every day and practicing alongside with meditation. First of all, the practice makes the meditation stronger, mm-hmm. right? The sure. the physical discipline makes you more capable of controlling your mind, right? So then you can get more out of your mm-hmm. meditation, if that makes sense. And then that trickles down into the other things you're trying to work on in your life. Be it the strength to make difficult decisions or the follow-through to complete or make progress on certain tasks. Now, the monkey mind, it's your conscious mind, but it's also the surface-level shit. It's the branches that the monkey is just grabbing onto as it is swinging through the jungle, right? So now let's say you got to sit down to a project. But before I sit down to the project, i got to make sure the table's clean. Well, if I'm going to clean the table, I guess I better do the dishes first. Because right. you know what I mean? i got to do the dishes. Dishes right. got to get done. Otherwise, if the kitchen's not clean, I can't focus. All right, the kitchen's clean. But now you know what i got to do? i got to do something else. i got to fold my clothes because i got to put my clothes away. Because if right. I sit down and do this, I'm never going to get my clothes away. Then my right. clothes are going to be in the hamper for three right. weeks. And then if my clothes are in the hamper for three weeks, then you know what's going to happen is I'm going to have a dirty bedroom. And you know what? The bedroom floor is kind of dirty. So I got to clean the bedroom. And then you have a clean apartment, but you didn't do the thing that you yeah, set out you have, to do. You have a completely new apartment and five years have passed. <laughs> You're like now I'm 34 and and I'm and I'm now in Albuquerque instead of like instead of like Austin and it's like okay but you didn't start you didn't start writing yet right but you, you, you can spin in circles but like even if you spend five minutes on something it becomes something and like, trying a little bit is better than not trying at all you don't have to like devote so much time to one thing or complete a project in one day or if the end isn't in sight but you're right. further than you were it's a better place to be than not even leaving the starting line and and that's and that's the thing too I, I think that's important with training is, is that there's also through training yourself learning that there's different levels of training and different aspects of training so not just training your mind training your body but also again training your perspective like something that I've been trying to I, I've come to a some sort of an understanding of uh, but a very baseline understanding because I still can't I can't grasp, like, I can grasp it, but I can't fully internalize it and practice it is, like, the idea of, like, what I've almost come to coin, for myself at least, is just, like, disciplined perspective. Like, forcing myself to to cha- to to shift my perspective onto more positive things or to shift my perspective onto what I do have. So, very, but that's a very, that's not a, that's not a new thing. So, I mean, again, you look at stoicism or other things like that appreciating what you have, realizing what negativity can be out there that you're not dealing with and being able to have that to motivate you. But even like, uh, Ed, when, when me and you were, were training yesterday in the morning, you know, very easy. We were we only we trained for, what, maybe an hour? About an hour, a, I would About say. an hour, right? And it's something where even our regular classes that at the level we're at are at least an hour and a half, you know. Um, one of our classes on Saturdays is two hours. 
And it's very easy to be like, oh, it's just an hour. What are we going to really get done? But it's like, but instead we got there, we jogged a little bit and we got right to it. And it's like, and, and, and the, and the added, and we set the tone immediately. We're like, Hey, listen, you know what? We're here. We could not be here. We could literally not be, not be training at all today. And we're, and we're putting in work. So I, I honestly think almost saying showing up is half the battle. I almost think is for me, at least is an understatement. Cause it's, it's pretty like, much the battle. It, uh, yeah. It, I, I really feel like it's, it's like, I feel like it's like, it's like 70% of the battle for me. Like I, I cause for me showing up and being there, cause what showing up does is it, is it moves the ball. It push, it, 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 it aids in momentum. And that for me is what I've noticed is such a, such a driving force in my life, but also seems to be a key in, in like, as I'm trying to figure out what like adult life is like, because I'm like a child with like a job, basically. <laughs> I'm like, I have like a diaper and I'm employed <laughs> um, is, is this idea of positive or negative momentum. You know, we really are, or at least I am, I can speak for myself, a creature of momentum. Momentum so, is absolutely so, the key word. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard to make choices or to move yourself in a vacuum you know, kind of existentially. So it's something to be able to figure out what you want or at least be open to trying new things and putting yourself in a space where you can start just trying stuff. Because, like, for me, going to class, I find just at a minimum is such a... Training, specifically, is such a thread through the rest of my life. It is such a positive base layer of like soil that other things grow out of in a oh way that, i know and, whenever and, i don't see you for two weeks things aren't going great yeah no I, I trust trust me i know that too you know what i mean it, it's so it, it's it's something where that is such a it's such a positive force and that's true with anything you know doing any sort of passion or anything or uh, you know any sort of physical activity sports having that and knowing that it's not just it's not just important to you because you're going to get better at it and you want to get better it's also important as a as something for your sanity that's and that and I think that's been true for all of us is keeping that structure and that momentum is something that keeps you moving forward and keeps you positive and keeps you feeling good about yourself and your life and where you're going. So it's it's important on many levels and that's why and it all starts with kind of that that showing up. You know, yeah, it's been really th- really big for me. I what, think what that about you guys with that. I think that the factor there that creating inertia and creating momentum is about forming habits. You know, and, and I like to define. Uh, there's a phrase. What is it that? Uh, I like to think that people can be defined by what they do. And I think that also factors into a, a unknowing self-identification. Like without realizing it, we do identify with the things that we do being our habits. And when I'm not in class, cause I need to travel, let's say I got like a five, six day road trip, which I just was on one. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good to be away from the school and to miss class. It's because it's become a habit. And I think that's what happens when you, when you put something into repetition, when you make it a part of your life, it does get kind of, it, it, it settles itself within you in a way that you're aware of its presence when, when it's not happening. There's a void. And that void is, is created by when, when a habit isn't there. So you do something enough, you really, really hammer it home, and, and you get, like, going to the gym is one of, one of my habits. And when I don't go for, like, let's say, a few days, I'm aware that it's not there anymore. I can, I can sense that void. And that is the motivator to get back into the gym, to get back into class, to get yep. back to doing the right thing. The things that I, I've unconsciously identified with, the ideas that, and, and the behaviors that are important to me, they get ingrained by repetition. And it's really, it's getting started, getting there, creating the habit, and then the, its presence within you develops. Yep. And you can recognize it when it isn't there. And so that's, yep. it's really what it's all about, is showing up and then allowing it to imprint into your life and acknowledging its presence. and. Yep. And, you know, watering that plant and, and letting it grow. It's like getting up in the morning and putting your socks on before your pants. Or the other way around. I don't know which, what, people, what, so what, what people define as. Whichever one is a sociopathic behavior for you. <laughs> because I don't know. 
You know, well, the thing, if you have short socks, you can put them on after your pants. Right. If you have really long socks. Gotta go on first. They gotta go on first. Gotta right. go on gotta first. Gotta go on you first. Got, you can't. You can't. Listen, Dude, I'm not... Listen. I had a really I, good point to make before the sock comment, and I have no idea what it was now. It's gone. That's, that's perfectly listen, fine. Listen, I'm not saying... Listen, I I let, I let want everyone to be able to do whatever they want to do, but if you're putting on long socks after you put on pants, I think you should be in prison. But <laughs> but in, like, a nice way. You know what Somebody I mean? Somebody put this man in a camp. <laughs> just just in a very nice... Like, a nice prison. So, that goes on the back of your vaccine passport is your sock, your sock <laughs> your, status. Your, your sock status. Do not collect $200. Go directly to Go directly to, to sock prison oh my god <laughs> put this man in sock prison um, <laughs> all right speaking of weird clothing just the headline runner <laughs> takes on canadian half marathon while wearing 90 t-shirts <laughs> what? Not- he's enormous <laughs> he looks like he's made of wood <laughs> he can't move his arms Dude, we need to show that stuff. Dude, we need, his, like, there's graphics. no way that you want, to, you want to talk about chafing. You want to talk about chafing. That guy's that guy's nipples are liquid by the time he finished. he has liquefied his own nipples. Right? There's just no way. That's not, that's not so, what's, the problem is no one knows what you're looking at. His arms are completely straight out to the sides, and, he, and it's just like, Christmas story. I can't put my arms down. Basically. But he's running a half marathon. Well, I think this proves the point that we're not gurus. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. And and. And so many More people. To the point. So many people try to say these things, and they come at the they come at the audience from the perspective that they're there, mm-hmm. that they made it. If you want to get to where I am, if you want to do what I'm doing, yeah. All you got to do is give me five thousand dollars. You can take my online course. You know what <laughs> I mean? It just goes from motivation to pyramid scheme. It goes from me feel. It goes from me feeling good to now I'm selling Tupperware. I mean, there is. Like, a, well, it's like the V Shred guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ever seen V Shred? Uh, I don't think I have, but I oh have my the god, machine. dude! V shred is like a pill, right? It's like a weight cutter oh, pill. Yeah, but this guy okay. sells it like it's this dude who's clearly like on some kind of anabolics. You know like what I mean? There's like a whole like apparently like evil corporate structure behind that guy too. Like, there's, like I, I've watched like quiz. there's been videos. I've it's a like, conspiracy theory. Oh, this about fucking him. dude! I know this guy. I've seen it, like back when when <laughs> this I this guy makes me sell Tupperware. I'm a, yeah, no. I tried keto for a month, and this guy was uh, was basically the face of just like you know informing me about all that bullshit which i'll never do keto again it just doesn't feel right it's not good i like I carbs didn't, i didn't feel good on keto no no i feel better just calorie people like keto that's fine definitely do keto i mean if it works for you it works for you well you the know focal what I mean? point yeah. for any diet that works is a calorie deficit yeah like i like i <laughs> eat, like i eat people but i do it in a caloric deficit well, the you know thing, what I mean? the, the, listen, people are going to talk. There's a lot of research that shows things about like being ketosis and the blood brain barrier and things passing through more easily and like the the deprivation of of blood sugar, like, like not deprivation, I should say, but like keeping your blood sugar levels low so that your insulin can like do the thing it's supposed to do because we're not supposed to have all the sugar and all the nonsense yeah. and all the whatever. And limiting that just goes down spikes. to like tr- truly what happened? I said like limiting insulin spikes. Oh, exactly. But like, just keep the bullshit out of your diet. You right. know what I mean? And and like and like everything is going to vary person to person. There is absolutely no one size fits all. Mm-hmm. I think it goes to show. Like Siegel and Greg fasts for what twenty hours a day and has been doing it for three years. Well, I tried to do right. that and I want to murder everyone. But I, I love when he breaks out the snack fanny pack. That's my favorite thing. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so epic. I love it. The fanny snack. The fanny snack. <laughs> oh no! Wait, that could be taken other ways. Oh, <laughs> fanny god. means the something fanny else. Snack. Yeah, fanny we means were, something else. We were in like yeah. London. 
Probably. Yeah, that, 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 that's a that's a woman's front butt is the fanny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. oh no! Oh my god! Well, there that there that goes. But like I was saying, you know what I mean? Like like there's so many people that come at you like they they know it all. And really, where I think we all come from is a place where we've made progress on the things that have that have really hurt us. Mm-hmm. You know, we all at points in our lives and throughout this journey of trying to you know improve within this art you know what i mean like the improving in kung fu and the training of kung fu almost is like the constant and it's the thing you always come back to like people talk about this with their yoga practice you know what i mean you always come back to your practice and your practice centers you in the rest of your life and it's the same thing here it's the same thing here but the cool thing about it is we get to learn how to defend ourselves and we get and we get to be in shape and it's a very efficient fighting system too so it fascinates me and it enamors me, but I think the point that we're trying to make with this episode is how the discipline of showing up affects us in the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? And for me, I definitely have had a lot of times where I've stepped away, and the problem is some people step away and they step away forever. You they know what I mean? Back. They step away and they step away forever and they don't come back or they feel like they took too much time or I gained so much weight, I got to lose 20 pounds, I got to lose 50 pounds before I begin. Just start. Just show up. Just get there. And that's what the most important thing is. And I think that goes to show for everything. I mean, there have been times, like my weight has fluctuated a lot, a lot throughout my training. You know what I mean? What are you at now? Right now I'm at 210. 210? I was literally going to say, you like you look two ten, like it's awesome, dude. Right now I'm at about I'm I'm at two ten. I you know I've got I've got a lot of muscle in my legs, mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of the weight comes from because I don't have too much fat on my body, but I ha- I do have this thing around the midriff that just appeared out of nowhere, and I don't know how it got there. Dude. And for me, it was I did keto and I dropped a bunch of weight, and then I started eating carbs again because I was noticing issues in my performance and when I was fasting, and then it. I went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and I noticed like as far like my job is very physical and I need to I need to really be there. People it's not the kind of physical where it's like hanging up drywall and you're like this is really tiring. It's like every moment with an individual. I'm a massage therapist. If you're hearing the first thing, people hearing mechanic. this for the first time, people mechanic, <laughs> body mechanic. Um, when you every moment that you're with a client is important. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could you could work on it's you can work on somebody for uh, an hour and a half, and the one moment that something was screwed up is all they remember. You know what I mean? Or God forbid you hurt somebody because you're not focusing. You know what I mean? Because you're not all there. And for me, that's why I couldn't fast. That's why I I'm sure I could figure out a way that worked for me and a time schedule that worked for me. But with mm-hmm. everything else going on in my life, the time schedule didn't work. If I could eat at two o'clock every day, that would be great. But I would need to get all my eating done at 2 o'clock. You know what I mean? Not a four or five hour window of eating. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? My lunch break. That would be the only time for me. So it it, it didn't work for me. But at the same time, like, I would lie to myself and constantly go back and forth with the dietary habits. And then also with the showing up to class, you know? You would look for excuses. Like, Ryan brought up a really excellent point before about how, like, oh, you know, you want to train for two hours. But you only have one. So, so fuck it. So do it. I won't train. You know no, what I mean? Wrong. Like, like well, well, I'm saying lots of lots of people yeah. will – that's where your brain wants to go. That's where the mind wants to go. It wants to be lazy. You know what I mean? Your body wants to be lazy because it's trying to 
conserve as much energy as possible just in case you starve to death. It's all about survival. It's all about like when we were animals, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but really what it's about is just showing up and doing it. And if you have a half an hour, do the best you can with that half an hour. Make sure it's a quality half an hour. You know do what something. I mean? Like start something. Yeah. Like they're you know like they say the only bad workout is the one that didn't happen. Mm. So yeah. even if you just get on the elliptical for thirty minutes, or you go for a walk, yeah. or you sit down to write that book for five minutes, or you just put yeah. something on, you create an Instagram for your your small business or for your idea. You know what I mean? You look something up and you create a folder of things that inspire you for the project that you hope to one day do, you know? Just having it is good enough. You don't have to be the next best or next greatest or most popular or this or that, Mm -hmm. you know? You just need to be what you want to be. You need to take one step forward every day towards that goal. You need to find a why. Mm -hmm. And for us, the why is Kung Fu. You know what I mean? The why is Kung Fu. The dream is to be able to do that every day and have everything else be a passion project. Mm-hmm. You know? That's my retirement plan, dude. That, Train every day. That that would that would be that would be the dream is to just be able to do that every day and have everything else be passion projects that, that you just love to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that's that's the dream for everybody. You know what I mean? So whatever it is for you, that's that's what you focus on. Like me and Jenny have this conversation all the time. Like, where do we want to be in a few years? Like what what's gonna make what's gonna be we you know, you're not here for a long time. Drake said it the best. I'm here for a good time. Hell yeah. Not a long time. I think you he know said what I'm it saying? just like that. Yes, one hundred percent. So but <laughs> that, that being said, like you should be here for a good time. You should be here for a long time. But now society has made us believe that our good time and we, you know, John, me and you, I think, have had the most struggle with this kind of stuff. Um, I think the good times become party times, yep. become just getting messed up with your friends. Yeah, you yeah. Know? No, and... I, that's definitely something I've, I've I have struggled with and, and do you know like more, one of my obstacles I need to overcome and that I work on uh, is you know I'll go out to the bar and I can't have one or two you know it's, it kind of sucks you know but I'll call an Uber and whatever but it's like because you know I'm a big guy it, it takes a lot to get me drunk so it's no problem and all of a sudden it's 700 calories out of nowhere you know and it's like right. you just yeah. ate two loaves of Wonder Bread all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, you exactly. got to Uber home yeah know? it's and and like you know. As long as it doesn't happen all the time, because I'm a dart player, you know, so I, I need like one or two to throw. It gets me nice and relaxed, you know. It's like you're in the zone. Like you gotta I put I, oil I, in the engine, you know yeah. what I mean? You got. You got. Well, it's saying, it's saying not to, not to live your life. It's funny because like the first thing I wanted to talk about was like our struggles with nutrition, and then we're on the way here, and John's like, "I ordered a surprise pizza." It's <laughs> a fact. There was like there was candles in it, you know what I mean? Like it was, surprise! It's, like, it's nobody's birthday, but it's everyone's birthday. It's just a woman in a bra made of pepperoni <laughs> in the middle of the pizza. It, it, the moment I announce that it's a sur- uh, surprise pizza, it becomes a Schrodinger's pizza because it's a surprise and it's also not a surprise. <laughs> it's just That's the so pizza. Funny. There is pizza in the box, and there is also not pizza What's in the, in the box? box. What's in the What's box? In the box? <laughs> Every shoot, just shoots time. delivery guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But, but um, those things can really distract you from hitting your goals you know you feel like you're out and you're doing something Mm -hmm. you feel like you're living your life because every you know be it the weekend warriors you know you get through the nine to five every week you just get through it 
you might go to the gym in the morning. You might go after work once or twice a week because you feel like you're taking care of yourself. But you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. You know what I mean? Yeah. You look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. You look at your life, you don't like what you see. You look at your bank account, you don't like what you see. And then what do you do on the weekends? You go out with your friends and you get, you go drinking you do whatever it is that you're going to do. You know what I mean? I have learned so much through the respect that we show to Siegel and Greg's decision not to drink. Mm. You know what I mean? He And he believes that in order to be a spiritual person, you shouldn't be an inebriated person. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not to pass judgment on anybody that does that occasionally. Obviously, anything in moderation is okay. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not a person that's going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say, like, I'm... I, yeah, we all... Yeah. We all drink. We all yeah. vibe. But in moderation. And yeah, that... Of course. And I'm def- drunk right now, though. So I'm and I definitely... We're all fucking hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On protein. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kung fu drunk. I'm a little pizza drunk, honestly. I have a, I'm have in a little bit of a carb coma. I'm, like, struggling to find words. <laughs> just, pro, just, just whey protein and pizza. So I don't know what's going to be coming out of you later, but it's not going to be anything that's Straight not... up cement. You're, like, a, a couple levels beneath... <laughs> contractor be- work. You're a couple, level, a couple levels beneath a newborn milk drunk. <laughs> a milk drunk baby. Oh, my God. When you gotta hold their head up and they're just drooling from the side. <laughs> like, that's I'm maximum. Like, I'm, like, right there. But, yeah, a couple levels under. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's really easy to get stuck in that cycle, you know, and to feel like you're doing something. I'm like, yeah, it's great that you really look forward to going out on Saturday night with your friends. And, like, going to shows is great. Going to concerts is awesome. Well, that's just very important. You know what I mean? Like, going out and having experiences are really, really important. I'm not saying that that's not what you should do. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if every if you're the kind of person like I used to be, and every Friday through Sunday you blow your paycheck at the bar and then you got to just scratch Monday through Friday to make a living and then you get your paycheck on Friday and then you go out and you blow it all again on whatever it is you're blowing it on because for me it was a lot more than alcohol, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a difficult thing to do, you know? And, um, finding balance is the most important part because when you... Let's say you're like, oh, I'm not going to drink this month. It gets tough, man. A lot of people that do like sober October or whatever it is, they binge afterwards. Yeah, because when you go without it, it you know, you want to drink, so you wait and you're so sober and this and that, and and then you just explode at the end of of that. Um, what is it? It's it's too if things are too restrictive can really lead to binges. So it's cool. Like that's like, my what? issue with keto. Right. It's because I go without carbohydrates for so long right. that when I'm like I'm off keto and then I'm having ice cream right, right. and bread you and do good during the week and, and then you're, and then you get to Friday you're like let me replace all of my liquids with danishes instead <laughs> I'm gonna be on an all danish diet yeah Boston now. cream's a liquid well, let's I, go I used, to not, oh I used to not understand nutrition you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and my friend group new frontier, for a long honestly. time was not always the healthiest people to be around mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they didn't, it was always about who can get the most screwed up. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a couple of drinks. There's nothing wrong with 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 doing that here and there, as long as it's within moderation and as long as you understand your limits. Like, there's no reason to be throwing up. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no reason to take your to to have because you're disrespecting yourself. Right. And I think that's what it really boils down to. And I think that's what um, nutrition and meditation teach you. Is to respect yourself, and therefore you learn to then respect your goals. 
And then the mental training between martial arts and meditation teaches you then how to say no to certain stimuli that might be an issue. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to turn on Netflix. I'm going to open my laptop and I'm going to, I'm going to do something positive. Or if I am going to watch something, I'm going to watch something that teaches me how to do the thing that I want to do. You know what I mean? If you're so miserable Monday through Friday that you have to get so fucked up on the weekends that you can just blow it all away and then Monday just dra drag yourself through the week, what are you doing? What kind of life is that? It Remember, sucks. Drake said it. You're not here for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I, Ryan I, just had an aneurysm. One of his aorta just exploded. So I can say something else, but it's too late. I don't have. We can't pull in. We can't pull our money together for a time machine yet. <laughs> That's gonna be level five coast? on the Patreon, I think. <laughs> Help us save up for the dream. There, I'm there, Canadian now, there is but, a you know, there is a Patreon, by the way, just so everybody I like knows. To, I like to allude yeah. to it in passing. You know what I mean? Maybe We're gonna work on the tiers later. Like like there there are three tiers right now, but. Just pick the first one because we don't know what's going on yet. We're gonna try yeah, to figure something just out. Help, we'll figure yeah. help. Our shit out. Help, help, help. Please. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's important, kind of what you're saying, Ed. Where, you know, you 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 want to be you want to be in a point where you can you want to have you want to have the the headspace to be able to you want you want to almost give yourself the headspace. It's almost like the the. Similar to like I guess the hierarchy of needs, but also like starting with like having the headspace and the clarity to be able to and the self knowledge to be able to give yourself, you know, to know what you want or to at least know that you need to try things to be able to get it where seventy percent of your life during the week isn't dog shit. So yeah. you're, so you're just living for the weekend because because mm -hmm. that's because that's a really good point and also too. I think kind of similar to what you were – when you were talking about Netflix and stuff, like, oh, I, I'll do this. I'll do something more productive. What's funny is I know I struggle with this sometimes, and I'm sure we all do with phones and TikTok and all that. Just oh, like TikTok, just, just I, like just like digital dopamine violence that we that we that we watch and, and, I, and for I like do too. two minutes I I vis I'm visibly guilty I'm like oh like yeah. what if, I've shamed I'm yeah. shameful uh, for like, sure and, oh half an hour will just disappear. But I, it never gets that far. Two minutes of TikTok, I'm like, oh, enough, what the fuck? Like, the, I really do visibly get But the thing, the thing is with it is that it's I – I completely agree with that. Is that it's it's also – like, again, I struggle with this is, – is actually being able to give yourself um, earned and set aside downtime and, like, playtime, literally, where it's not passive. Like, I always find sometimes, like – where I'll just I'll just be productively unproductive. Where I'm not even it's I'm I'm on my phone, kind of in limbo. Where I probably should be doing something else, but I'm kind of so it's not even a break because I'm stressed the whole time sitting on my phone. And because I'm stressed, it paralyzes me from doing other stuff. And then the whole day goes by. It's a you know time I mean? bandit. It's yeah, an absolute. Time instead of bandit. instead of being like, hey, you know what? I did good. So you know what? Tonight I'm gonna play some Xbox. Or tonight I'm gonna go for a walk with my friend. Or tonight I'm gonna go see a movie. You know. Um, so it's like setting aside, having those priorities and putting yourself on that path where you actually can make leisure time also a priority as part of that healthy, that healthy training work-life balance. Cause that, that is super important, you know, having time for, you know, for me, and again, this could change cause I'm, I'm only 27, you know, and I'm sure it will change, but I'm at the point now where like, I know that like, oh, you know, you know, you're young now. You got the energy, like rise and grind, sigma sigma male grind set, uh, <laughs> Peaky Blinders, Thomas Shelby, TikToks, like just all like ridiculous, like all that all that ridiculous stuff. But it, but it's also, but it's also, I'm I'm grateful to know that like, that like, 
I also have other priorities that are really important to me right now that are other than those things, like building and maintaining healthy relationships with my friends, family, and my girlfriend. And those things think, are so important. And yeah. building those, because that's what's gonna that's what's gonna be there at the end, are those. So like maintaining those numbers, like oh yeah, you know I'm gonna work and do this and do it. yeah. It's like yeah, dude, all that stuff is great. It genuinely is. It genuinely is. But but like having we are social creatures. So having import having relationships, connections with people, connections with yourself, knowing what you're about, knowing what your the people in your life and your loved ones are about, and being able to connect on that is like that's what that's what life is. One you big know what decision I mean? that I made in the last couple of years uh, was be my job mainly is nights and weekends, and a lot right. it used to be a right. lot of holidays. I, I think I'm uh, the last year. Yeah, last year I decided to never work another holiday again. I'm never going to do it because it's just uh, all of a sudden my younger cousins are 21. And I'm like, where did life go? You know, all yeah. of a sudden my mom's hair is gray. All of a sudden my dad is, you know, he's getting older too. And it's just, uh, it's unbearable to think of the time lost and, you know, what little time we have left with everyone. You know, who, yeah. who knows? Like nobody knows when Seriously. it's all over. So it's if like enough, like I cannot miss any more holidays i'm just never going to do it they're too important to me because you don't get them back you can always work the next week you can always you know pick up where you left off but you can't redo thanksgiving of 2019 that's priorities through perspective you build the experience gives you the perspective and then you can make those you make those changes 100 percent. and the other thing is you can't beat yourself up and this is something that i struggle with Mm. deeply you cannot beat yourself up for the things that you did yesterday you like, have to just make sure that going so forward, you do the right thing. Oh, dude, I'm, so I mourn my 20s. I mourn my 20s because I did the weekend warrior thing all through the beginning of my training. Not all through. I would say I definitely went back and forth. Right. I had some years that were better and some years that weren't. The knee surgery definitely threw me into a depression and I was also in... in you know, I, I was at a stage in my life and I was, you know, and I still care about these people. A lot of these people are still in my life, so I don't mean to slight them in any way. But, I mean, I allowed myself to be influenced by my surroundings to the point that I hid just how dependent I was on substance. You know what I mean? And it it, it wasn't even that it was this detrimental thing where, like, I was getting ready to die and I was right. doing so much stupid crap that, like, I, you know, you know, you know, you know what I mean. Where it's like your liver's failing, and you gotta go to, you gotta go to rehab, right. and you this, right. that, and the third. But like, I definitely wasn't doing the right thing. I wasn't working on my goals. I wasn't training when I wasn't in class. I wasn't going to the gym and working out. You know what I mean? None of that was happening. None right. of that. I mean, very, very little bit of it. And I would do a little bit, and then I would step away. And I would do a little bit, and then I would step away. And I had those were my more portly years of training. Chunker. <laughs> yeah dude I was very pear-shaped for a while you know what I mean I was very very pear-shaped for a while I was like in the um, I was like you know the, the, you're on team fruit fruit of the loom pears are delicious okay? what, what, what is it what is it with the, the imperfect foods I was like the imperfect pear my, my <laughs> wife loves imperfect foods every now and then those boxes show up and I, I got it like they, they she gets these like little uh, you know like the baby bell cheeses but they're gouda so it's awesome wow. it's all baby cool. bell are gouda alright I don't know what baby kind bell of is cheese. gouda. It's gouda. They, yeah, they, they're gouda, and then they have like other ones that are cheddar. Get get out of here! What are you, some kind of fucking amateur? You don't know? Anything? You don't know about baby bell, son? I, I actually I never you don't know really, about baby bell. Yeah, son? I just kind of assume baby bell is just some ambiguous baby bell cheese. I, I just never like really laughing had cow. Them. Like what is that? What is I laughing cow? Know. I don't know, but it's hilarious. It is. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really, <laughs> oh, that hurt me. Oh, bad jokes. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I'll I'll bring it. I'll bring it home. Um, but what I was saying is, you know. 
I don't mean to paint myself in this in in a light like I was in danger, but I definitely was not focusing on the things I should be focusing on, and I was indulging more than I was staying dedicated to the goal, mm-hmm. right? And while I would love to have the superhero aesthetic and have the eight pack, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and be huge, like. And be able to move and jump and all that stuff, right. you know, all at the same time. I think right. that's what everybody wants. I mean, sometimes you can feel so far from the goal that you don't work towards it. Mm-hmm. You, you ever right. find that? You know yeah. what I mean? You can feel like it's so difficult and so impossible that you just you don't do anything towards it, or like you end up donating to your gym membership and you don't go. And that's that's uh, that relates with being so restrictive that you you binge. You can kind of check out if you feel too far away or like your goals are unattainable you know, you know achieving small goals daily weekly or monthly or what have you it's at certain increments is a healthy way to approach it because you don't want to have this mount everest to climb on day one you, you know your long-term goals are good but you don't want to overwhelm yourself and that's where balance comes in that's what that's where the tai chi comes in trying to bring ourselves back to focusing on what's important and um and attacking them in um, incremental and effective ways that don't exhaust us. I'm very impressed that you understand that just a couple years in, and I I think it's because you're a little older too. You know, you just turned thirty. You know, like you're not you're not nineteen. Hold my back. You know, but you know, but you know, I don't mean like you're like a sixteen year old who's doing tai chi. Like, why aren't we moving faster? You know what I mean? Like. I don't. You're not like that. You're a mature adult. You're a married man. You know oh, what I, I am mean. Far from mature. My wife describes me as a 300 pound uh, gold retriever that can drive. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I, I am not mature, my friend. I'm not mature. Mature? No. Married? Yes. Those. Are, <laughs> married? I'm functioning. I'm certainly functioning. A 300 pound gold retriever that can drive. <laughs> that is actually so funny. He picks up his own goddamn what's, kibbles and bits. Okay. What's up? Uh, what's what? I'm going to the store. What's getting tennis balls. What's interesting though. With 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 Tai Chi though is that it's 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 also I think it, for me it's at least where it is now and also this conversation is probably is, is that it's a tool in the sense that we use it to help focus focus on the other goals that we have and be able to help center ourselves for those things. But in it in in and of itself and in, in, in its in its I think for me at least in my limited perspective right now as as just a student and where I'm at as a student, it's also it's also. It's not just the tool, but it's also a practice. And for me, the practices, speaking to goals, is 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 also realizing where you are right now, and realizing that that your life is also not just your goals and where you want to be in ten years. Your life is happening currently. Your life is happening right now. Your life is only right now. So that's the. It's kind of like. It's it's kind of the more spiritual approach. Something that like you know, me, someone like Alan Watts or something would take. Where you know kind of where the and again scientifically not how true this is but practically speaking and sp- almost like a, taking a spiritually practical approach you know kind of like you are the again this is not my metaphor but you know you were kind of like the ship you're you're at the head of your life and the wake is everything that's happened after or or or, 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 or leading up to where you are so realizing that you were at the forefront of your life so also having goals but also not letting the future of what you, you not letting your aspirations steal steal the energy from your current life that you can live now. So kind of, again, John, as you're saying, like prioritizing family time now, prioritizing meaningful things now. And, and, and like, for me, that's really what the balance, what, what my priority for work, for work life training balance is, is like, is, is 
is um, getting a better handle on what is truly meaningful to me and making sure that those things are a priority for me that I actually put in physical time each week to do them. Well, so again, like family, friends, training, but like the relationships are, are you know, is a big part of it. And again, even, even with Kung Fu, it's so socially integrated. It's such a big social hub as well. A little bit off topic, but similar. Yeah, and it's funny that you bring up Alan Watts, who is a man who preached these things, yet also succumbed to his vices. Yeah, had problems you know? with alcoholism. He died because of his alcoholism, you yeah. know? He, he was killed by his disease. And not to say that, like, it's not something that you can't make it out of, but he was such a prolific figure who, would, who still succumbed to the issues, you know what I yeah. mean? And, I mean, sometimes, sometimes especially... I, you know, I don't know enough about him to really speak on it, but I do know that fame can play a part in making those things even worse because you have so many more allowances. There's nobody who's going to stop you when you're the man. You know what I mean? There's nobody who's going to come to you and be like, hey, dude, I don't know if you're doing the right thing when you're the person in charge. Because, yeah. you know, especially yeah. when... When people are coming to you for, you know... when you're Guidance like, and advice. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And, and again, not, not to speak for him because, you know, I, we all know very limited about him but i'm sure in ge- just as a general thing you being in that spot could potentially be very isolating almost because who are you going to go to to you know what i mean so and 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 it and also shows how human we all are that you just everyone's got shit everyone has stuff that's going on no one's got it figured out we're all we're all in a process of figuring it out you know we're yeah. all in the process of just placing stuff down in front of us placing uh you know placing um you know, um, pieces of the path out in front of us, and some people are just have a better idea of like where the, where they should go. You know, oh, yeah, and, and where they are. The metaphor I like to use is, yeah, I stumble through life. <laughs> I'm just getting yeah. through it, man. You know, yeah. everyone really is. You're kind of just falling forward in yeah. a somewhat either more or less co- coordinated manner. Just bouncing off the sh- off of shit the whole way. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, I mean, in, in in a way, in a way, but not really because you have really made a point to show up when you need to show up, you know? I mean, there is... Okay, so the school is like a living entity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you dedicate yourself to the practice, right? And to the school. And you become part of this family. And you focus on training and supporting the school and blah, 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 blah. But on the outside, it could look like there's no point. But this whole discussion has been the point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I'm a testament to what happens when you trust your gut and you just keep doing it and keep showing up. I mean, obviously, the art and the want to be a good fighter and to be a good martial artist and, you know, a, a, a good uh, example of what it means to be an exemplary student within the school uh, morally, physically, and spiritually, you know, that drive has definitely pushed me to new heights and to new levels in my life. Yet at the same time, um, I feel like I have just lost my way multiple, multiple times. And without that guiding light of the school to bring me back, uh, I don't know if I would have made it back. You know, like we say it all the time, progression is not linear. And oftentimes, no. when you're on those downswings, it's difficult to come back, especially when you deal with like that that double whammy of the ADHD, anxiety, depression, like one-two punch, yeah. you know? And I deal with that constantly. And I'm not a person who does well on meds. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not a person who does well on meds, 
I've struggled financially for a lot of my life. I've struggled with having adequate insurance for a lot of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not always like we talk about this all the time. Like, like oh, you know, better help. It's super cheap. You know, it's not. It's not. I looked into it. It's not. Especially when you're working so hard that like you're just making the bills. You're not going to spend money on therapy. You're not going to spend money on, you know what I mean? Or if your insurance isn't going to cover it. But me hustling and figuring out how to pay tuition and make this my hub and make this my thing, Mm -hmm. that has been everything that has brought me back to center and helped me kind of make my life what what it is now. You know what I mean? What it is now, I finally, I finally see the like at thirty two. I finally see the light. I finally see the direction. I finally see where it can go if I keep going. And it's not just in the system. It's not just in kung fu. It's not just in the school. It's in everything. It's in my relationships. I repaired my relationship with my mother. I'm dealing with the whole father issue, which I'll get Mm -hmm. to one day. You know what I mean? I'll talk. I'll talk about it when I'm ready. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know. Yeah. Um, very new, very new development. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I, I, I've changed my careers. I've started a business. I've done all the things that I thought I would never be able to do, and that I was told I would never be able to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, money didn't fall from the sky. I, I, I didn't choose safety. You know what I mean? I chose risk. I chose risk and hard work and dedication. And without the instruction of our teachers, and without the strife and struggle of make uh, of training, you know what I mean, of achieving those things, of the testing process, of all of that, of all the lessons that I learned through all the beatings that I've received, I would never have done it. I would still be 250 pounds or more, smoking however many cigarettes, drinking however many much, taking however many drugs, you know what I mean, living for the weekend. I, that that would still be my life. Yeah. And, you know, I developed habits and coping mechanisms that led me to the darker parts of myself. But it's you can't shy away from those things. You need to embrace them. You know what I mean? And even embracing them, like, there's no such thing as negative emotion. Right. You know? And Shaolin preaches that. It's like, oh, if they're monks, how come they will maim and kill and, like, learn all these techniques? And it's like, well, sometimes you got to defend yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean the 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 monks standing uh like politically between different dynasties in China they were in and out of peacetime and wartime. So that was necessary for them in terms of self-preservation. You know, they're not just going to roll over and and allow themselves to be exterminated. They had to fight. Right. Like if you choose if you choose to raise your hand against me and you try to take my life and I defend myself and your life is taken because of it, in a way, that's your karma. You know what I mean? In, 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 in a way, not to say that, like, you always need to use excessive force and, you know, anybody who walks into my house is catching a shotgun blast right to the face, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know. <laughs> well, I mentioned that last episode was that uh, to be peaceful is, is to sophisticate your aggression. It's a deliberate control over your violence. It's not to practice it, like, unfettered and just everywhere being a violent is not good but sometimes it is necessary and justified violence is not a sign of of, um you know i I can't think of the word for it but you know what you can be a peaceful person but still uh facilitate the means towards aggression and violence and kind of the thing too um 
just to just to assure and make sure that we lose thirty percent of our listeners, um, <laughs> you know, kind of like when we, we were speaking, like when like someone like Jordan Peterson talks about that, where he'll he'll say he's like you know if you he's like one of the you know if you are not because one of the problems too is that if you are someone that is not capable of violence in a way, then you are immediately subjected and and victimized by anyone else who is you're also ineffectual you have no effect on the world if you're not capable of, of preserving your own life yeah because because also and this kind of goes to a more probably a, a more practical um thing that that people people in, in daily life can get to is that i mean just this this level of this level of um action and being exposed to uh, you know, just getting hit and be, being tired and getting screamed at and and you know just just you know kind of like what we go through on 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 the day to day. I mean, you know, you're just you know that confidence that comes through physical hardship and also at times being experienced to to dosages of violence. I think is very important because again, I I think it's 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 um you know, squeaking in the background. Yeah, yeah. it's um. <laughs> I don't know. I I just think it's important to be to be virtuous. I think is to really be well rounded in in many aspects and kind of like you were saying, like integrating even something. Again, this is something that I know very little about, but even alluding to like integrating your integrating your dark parts, integrating integrating like um, aggression and violence in a way that is virtuous and in a way that is you know that you're able to use it for good and defend yourself and defend your loved ones but also again to be confident to be even have that uh, flow into your daily day-to-day confidence to stand up for yourself stand up for what you believe in Talk, you know someone's uh, you know someone's harassing someone on a train or someone's causing causing a problem or or you know even today even, perfect example even even today even today at work um I kicked an old man in the <laughs> face <laughs> I robbed a family of four. It's like, that's not what it's for. So just before it happens by accident, we won't say the name of the company Ryan works for, but he works for a major coffee company. We'll yes. say that. Um, and and I, um, you know, even today, this this guy ordered a drink. He left. Then he came back in with a at a, uh, at a pace that was implying he was upset. We'll say <laughs> at, at, a, at, at a Olympic speed walking pace, some might say he's in he's in the he's in the run for a medal. Oh, race know? walking is is frustrating. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Is it running or walking? <laughs> is it a sport or are you late? What's going on? It's just upsetting. Um, he came back Extreme in. Extreme walking. He 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 came back in <laughs> and the X Games. he came back in and it was something where he was immediately like he was amped. I mean, there was definitely like something a little off, but he was like he was like, what is this drink? What, what did you make me? And we was like, oh, we, we made you this, and 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 um and one of my coworkers was there, a female, and um and and she was standing there, she was standing there talking to him, and he was like, getting aggressive, getting aggressive, and and then he literally he just aggressively pointed to the other side of the store, and then like and and then we walked over, and I like walked over with them, and then he was like he like literally opened the drink, and I was not sure if he was gonna like throw it at somebody, but he was like I guess showing it to us, and I like got in the middle, and I was like, okay, hey, listen. Talk to me. Let's let's figure it out. You know what I mean. But it's also and it takes courage to do that. And sometimes yeah. I think the exposure to combat, in a yeah, way, you're able gives to you the courage to act, cool. operate in social situations yeah. like that. Because mm-hmm. it's very easy. It's very easy to, to 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 one not do anything. Two kind of like curl up, or three, not be able to control your aggression if you are aggressive, and then also escalate it. Because it's also it's also it, being exposed to these things is also having a level of situational awareness of knowing. Because I knew. Because I told them afterwards. I'm like, listen. That's someone that's not worth going back and forth with, because that's someone that like if you start 
feeding into that, they're gonna rip. They're gonna like. They're gonna rip the business apart. They're gonna start throwing mm. stuff. Things. It's gonna. It's gonna get ugly, and it's gonna escalate very quickly. So I'm like, you know what? Let me. Let's. I was like, hey, listen. I was like, all right. What did. What did you order? All right. You order this. You still want this in it? All right. Perfect. Talk to me now. We're talking. Let's figure it out. And and you need. But you need to be being. Ex- you don't need to be. But being exposed to that level of stress and at times, you know, violence or physicality helps you have a better confidence in dealing with those situations because just having that you know knowing that there is a that there especially if at times when you're talking to another uh, talking to another man or in general just talking to anyone who's who's aggressive having that base level of understanding of aggression gives you a better handle on how to on how to handle yourself in those situations well that was know? a simple fact i was about to say is that how can you expect to handle stress if you don't experience it you yeah. have these expectations of, of going through life or Anything can happen any day, and hopefully nothing nothing bad happens. You know that's that's the bet. In, in in the morning, you wake up and you get out of bed and you hope everything goes well, and you don't get smacked by a semi on your way to work. But every day we we wade through mystery. Uh, every day is a mystery, and and you can't expect uh, expect to handle the stress that life can throw at you without preparing, without experiencing stress willfully. And that's kind of what we put ourselves through in a way when we do kung fu is is that physical stress and, and really, I mean, it, it's a form of suffering. It is. It's willful suffering. And yeah. and uh, it relates to Buddhism somehow, but I can't pull the quote out of my head, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> but it's like tempered steel. You, you, heat and pressure uh, is what brings about the you know the, the hardest form of, of, of steel, is when you temper your steel. And how, how can you expect to, to be prepared yeah. for whatever life can throw you without experiencing it? I completely agree. And it's so funny because once you go through Again, not because I know we, we make a lot of um, we bridge martial arts to a lot of other things. But speaking on martial arts specifically, when you when you train at martial arts and you train at a quality school, whatever it is, Muay Thai, BJJ, Shotokan Karate, Aikido, what, whatever it is, um, you know, when you train at a good school, you know, it, it it's so hard to not see martial arts as like a fundamental thing that all people should learn to a certain degree. Uh, it, it's like it's like similar. It's like similar to Again, this is um, referencing more, you know, like l- listening to you know Joe Rogan and like Faraz Sahabi talk about that, where they where they say, you know, to a certain level, it should be, it should be compulsory. You should same thing with kind of like how they were they were referring to like same thing with like um, mathematics or things like knowing it to a certain point as a, as a character builder to knowing having an idea of what violence and aggression can cause for pro- in regards to negative things, knowing its possibilities to temper yourself and also through the process of being a martial artist. You are significantly humble because it's this it's this wonderful balance of again if it's a good school a good teacher a good system, of of getting getting fed little bits of improvement and and feeling better and also feeling confident in the shit and in the struggle but also constantly getting the shit kicked out of you in a certain in certain instances so there's that constant balancing and leveling out where you're kind of never you're never unbalanced to one side or another of, of that. Of and that I was scale. thinking about that exact point of that it should be compulsory. Like I, I had the, the idea in my head earlier this afternoon that Kung Fu, it's, it's not for everyone, but that's because of their decision and their own bias. Like Kung Fu is for everyone. Like everyone Everyone's should not do for Kung it. Fu, though. Everyone should do Kung Fu, but not everyone is going to have a good time and not everyone will choose to do Kung Fu. And that's kind of what it is. You know, I don't like, I'm, I don't like forcing anyone to do anything. I don't believe people should be forced to do, I don't know, anything. Like, I'm super, super laid back. But it's a fact. Like, we reap these benefits regularly. The way that our lives improve, our, our own health, and the shape that we're in improves measurably. 
from Kung Fu. It's it's right there, plain to see. And I'm really grateful for to any, just to extend the gratefulness to anybody who hears this, even if it's ten years from now, to see where we were when we started this thing, and to then check in on us where we are now because this this project that we're doing, this whole Martial Mind podcast, is I think I was I think this is the point that I was trying to make earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. We're not coming at you as gurus. We're trying to grow with you. We're trying to take you guys on the ride with us so that you can experience this journey with us. We just bring a unique perspective being training in Lohan Chuan. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like, and Kung Fu in and of itself is just skill through time. Right. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. Everybody has Kung Fu. You work at a desk, you got a promotion because you had good Kung Fu at what you were doing. Yeah. And that's what uh, you mentioned it earlier, and that exact point I thought about as well, because we're not approaching this as if we know. We're experiencing it. We're, we're going through this. It's an accountability and project. It, we're chronicling yeah. our, our um, adventure, our, uh, our journey. And it's right. almost, I think it's also almost more relatable in a sense and hopefully more motivating that we don't know. You know what I mean? Where, it, where it's, you know, that we really are, for, for everyone who's listening, we are just like you. We are f- trying to figure it out. We're in the crock of shit just like you guys are. And we're trying to figure it out and just train through it, push through it, live through it, and just enjoy it, experience it, and grow with it and from it. Right. Like, we don't have rich parents. We don't have, you know, not, none of us got handed anything. None of it came silver spoon, you know? I mean, like, I had help, you know what I mean? Of course. Like, my mom let me live there rent-free through my 20s because I couldn't get my shit together financially. You know what I mean? I had a lot of screwing up to account for, and I had a lot of work to do to become the kind of person that wasn't like like I'll put it to you this way. I I let's say I was doing something on the computer, and it required a lot of thinking, and my brain was doing too much of the thinking, and I didn't have any thinking juice left. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would immediately turn into frustration and anger, and you get to the point where you're throwing shit, you're putting dents and stuff, you're putting holes in walls. You know what I mean? You're completely out of control. And I was completely out of control at times. You know? I was completely out of control at times. And I, I, I would have to bring it back. And every now and then I would think, I'm like, what would Sigong think of me if he, if he saw what I was doing right now? And it would kind of make me double back and take a step back. You know? WWSGD? What would Sigong do? That's <laughs> actually, that's an old joke. We used to say that, but it's not appropriate. No, okay, it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's what would Jesus do? You know what I mean. And the right. Christians are going to get mad, John. Oh They're God, I get didn't upset. insult anybody. I know, I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jordan Pierce. Now you're gone. No, okay. Okay, now they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, sometimes, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Rogan podcast. It can still be difficult sometimes to take advice from him because he was so lucky. You know what I mean? Like, he was just really lucky. He was a talented martial artist. And he got put in it when he was young and he was a kid and he won a bunch of cool shit and then he was in comedy for like a year and then got a job on a national TV show. And it just went up and up and up and up from there. Fear Factor was the shit. It was amazing. Right, but that's not even the start, not even Fear Factor. I'm talking about news radio. The sitcom he was on when he was a kid. Like early twenties, you I know did what I mean? Not know about that. And that that was how we got his start. And he was only doing stand up for like a year or two. So it's like sheer dumb luck. And don't get me wrong. I mean, like I am a person who believes that 
there is a greater power out there, although I don't necessarily understand it. But this universal consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. I do believe that there is something that some people tap into without realizing they tap into it. But that's me personally. And I can't just form all my actions and and, and decisions off of the fact that, like, it's good. God's got it. You know what I mean? Right. I think of it more like that Futurama episode where Bender meets God. You ever seen that one? No, I haven't. Actually. Oh, that is a great episode. Every now and then, Mac Ronning comes out with ones that really touch you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that was one where, like, it's hysterical, but at the same time, it's really thought-provoking. You know what I mean? And Bender is floating through space, and he's, like, he's just floating through space. There's nothing he can do about it. He's screwed. He's just perpetually going through the ether of space, right? And uh, a little tiny meteorite that has bacteria on it, I guess, like, hits him. And it evolves into this little civilization, and they call him the Metal God. And then you know they, they their technology increases so quickly, and then they become uh, like a warring situation. And the ones that are on his back and the ones that are on his front <laughs> go to war with each other, and they fire missiles at each other, and they obliterate themselves, and the civilization is gone. And then he kind of floats into a nebula, and the nebula is God, mm-hmm. and. It never says it is, but it alludes to it. You know what I mean? And then it throws him back to Earth, and it chuckles to itself and is like, if you've done things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all. And Bender goes back to Earth, and he's like, all right, we all got to take care of all our stuff because God ain't doing shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Dude, Matt Groening, like seriously, the genius that man uh, can produce is just – he's so – he's amazing. I love that. Yeah, he's it, so, so and I, I I wish I watched the Simpsons more when I was when I was younger because there's yeah. there's so much gold in there and like and you see like the Simpsons predicting stuff and like you oh, know Oh yeah. like it's that's that, that shit is inca- insane. I mean, but it's like two to T. Right. Like, frame by frame by frame like it's like the insane picture of Trump the stuff on the escalator. Yeah, like, I know he's with the same hand. How did they do that? It it well, you, like I'm saying there is an ether out there that sometimes people tap into without realizing. It's a prime example of that yet at the same time it's up to you it's not up to anybody else you know what i mean god answers your prayers by giving you the thought to take care of it on your own he doesn't all of a sudden like you know like oh like 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 um you know if you're hungry you're not going to open your food open your fridge and next thing you know there's food in there mm-hmm. you know what i mean right. thanks god that's not what happens. You're hungry. God presents you with an opportunity that could potentially make you a little bit of money, yeah. so that you could go to the store and buy the food yourself. It's almost, it's you almost and and I think what's what's cool about being in tune, and again, this this can this can get or or be taken very spiritually or, or woo wooey, but it, it really can be so much woo more. Woo. It can woo woo. It can be so much more practical as in it's just not Arsenio Hall guys relax. <laughs> or but it can it can be so much more practical in the sense of just if you are. If you were in tune with yourself and you are quiet enough to listen to what kind of just life is throwing at you, you can kind of realize more kind of like you were saying, like food just doesn't show up. But I find in my experience and what I'm learning is that life and whatever whatever that kind of divine force is speaks through nudges. You know, it's through little – it's through – Excuse me, guys. Sorry. It's no okay. problem. <clears throat> um, you want to cough into the mic. You want to cough <laughs> <laughs> Wrong pipe, people. I apologize. Stop inhaling. Ryan was water. making a really good point. Um, I ruined it. No, you didn't. That's okay. <laughs> well, you did, but that's okay. Um, it, is that it's I'm it, off the show, guys? It, <laughs> he was never on the show to begin with. Thanos snap. 
<laughs> kitty litter him. Turn him into kitty litter. Poof. <laughs> kitty litter. Um, <laughs> you just got kitty litter, bitch. Um, but that, but that life. At least again, from where I'm at at 27, it seems to be that life communicates through nudges and through little, little shifts and little, little. Because you think like life and everything is so big, so it's like how it it just makes more sense that it communicates that way. So it's through people, through things you hear, through things. Because it's also just it's also that you also are life as well. So it's also it's not just things that you're hearing and then you do stuff. It's also things you hear also awaken stuff in you or things and then help. And then it's almost like it's an ingredient in the creation process of your life where it's like you're intaking stuff, but it's also mixing with stuff that's inside you, thoughts, feelings, emotions, um, motivations, intentions. And you're like, Oh, okay. And it's a little nudge. You're like, Oh, you know what? I was thinking of that's so weird that I heard that on the radio today. That happens to you. I know we talk about that. It happens to you all the time, Ed, where it's like, Oh, you know what? So crazy. That song just came on or like someone was just talking about this. Some of the things that happened to me and at my job, people is that, come. Is that synchronicity? Is the synchronicity is that, is that the phrase that they're using? That the kids are using these kids days? Kids are using. Uh, yeah, it's 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 it, it is definitely that. And also, too, even back to the Joe Rogan thing. I'm sure. Again, I know very 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 little about his past, but I'm sure. Also, a lot of those big breaks also came with tons of like grinding behind the scenes. And it's that I don't. I, 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 I can't. I can't attribute the quote to to whoever it is. I, I wanted to piggyback on what you mentioned before about how life informs you through nudges and i feel like you read my mind man because as i'm listening to ed i'm thinking about like the ways that that i understand life and the way that we're influenced by other people seemingly telepathically and and the way that i i came to think of it is that life informs life like life forms is what i'm referring to like people inform each other you know verbally non-verbally and, and in a way spiritually but it's a product of willful exposure yeah. like the people who you're around influence you in ways that you can see and that you can't see but it i i think it's true because that thing of like willful listening like it's that idea of um of of like you know and you know uh sure Zhao also and also our, and also Gong, but sure Zhao is, is is one of our teacher's teacher uh teacher's teachers teacher teachers teacher, no, teacher. wherever the s needs to be just put it there it's fine um but you know saying like you know life life and the universe is always talking to you if you're just willing to listen and it's that act of listening that is, you know, super, yeah, super important. It, like willfully engaging uh, in the subject matter, whatever it is, you, you kind of associate. And, that, and that's kind of back to what I mentioned about creating habits. And they, they leave an imprint on you, you know, and that imprint doesn't happen unless you willfully engage in that activity. And that's how you're informed by other people as well, is that when you willfully engage with people that influence you in ways that you can see and ways you can't see and it alter your behavior. And that's what, um, that's what I mean by life informs life. So the people you hang around and associate with influence you and they impact your life in, in, in measurable and in, 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 whoa, immeasurable ways. Yeah. yeah. Where English is my first language. <laughs> you could have fooled me. <laughs> but uh, you know, that, that, that I, yeah. And, and again, it, I think just to, just to quickly circle back to it, you know, that idea that, that and I and again in my in my spiritual experience it just it comes back to this of like is like life is always talking to you if you're just willing to listen to it you know and and that and that's true with everything again with and kung fu is just or martial arts in general is just a good integrated activity for life because it 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 integrates the mind kind of the soul and the body and it kind of builds that mind body connection where I think it helps you be more in tune with yourself where you can kind of tune your hearing to what life is saying to you, you know? Absolutely. 
Gotta listen. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes doors are going to open themselves, and you can choose to walk through them or not, and that's in either direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> either direction, wherever the universe is trying to take you. You know what I mean? Or whatever whatever you choose, whatever path you choose that you want to go down. You know what I mean? You. Not every decision you make is going to be the right one. You know what I mean? And like we were talking about earlier, where it comes down to like, you know, just sit down for five minutes, just do the thing, just show up and do the work. Do show the up. thing. You know, like, like, <laughs> but like, get, you know, get to class, do what you have to do. We've all had significant struggles. And I think it's good for you, John, that you're doing like this, this podcast, this experience, that you're friends with somebody about to go for their black session like somebody who's had it for a couple of years you know what i mean it's different than when you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are of the same rank because we did that and we also found ourselves through periods of fucking off so like oh for sure you can learn through our mistakes you know it's like you try to find a balance you know what i mean and ryan i know you struggle so much with that balance yeah you know what i mean Definitely. i know that Currently sometimes struggle. and i know that sometimes it can be really overwhelming and anxiety anxi- anx- uh, riddles you with anxiety <laughs> i feel like it's a better way to put it you yeah, know what i mean for sure and for me the same thing it's like sometimes i can be really angry and nasty for no reason just because i'm so stressed out by all the shit that i have to do you know what i mean uh, that's really uh, that's happened with me recently too i've, I've kind of just i have been overwhelmed i've been working a lot i've been on the road and i haven't been able to come to class as much as I want, and um, not that I've missed weeks, I haven't, but, like, you know, once a week is not enough for me, and I get agitated. Once a week isn't enough for anything. Period. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Period. And, uh, it, but it's, and there's a lot of stuff on my plate, too, and, I, I like, Carrie, my wife, said to me that she's just, like, there's something going on. Like, there's this something going on with you mentally. Like, you, you seem angrier. And it's not like, like, I'm not an aggressive or angry person, but, like, I, I'm, fr- I'm frustrated at stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's, I can, I can see that I need to show up, like, I need to invest in that personal time. I need to, because Kung Fu is my time. It's, and Tai Chi is my time. That's, that's where uh, I, I work on myself. It's where all, all the self-improvement happens. Not all of it, you know, there, there are ways to reinforce positive habits outside of the school, of course, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just. It's weird when I don't know, man. It's not like uh, not like I'm punching holes in she rock or anything, but uh, yeah. you know, you can. It's cool how you can. You're aware of when you're not quite oriented where you need to be, and you can, it's like almost getting pulled by a magnet. You know, yeah. I can really feel the force of just like, you know, I've been on the road too much. I've been working a little too much. Let's let's get back into the shop. Let's let's yeah. do a little repairs because some some shit's a little yeah. funky right now. Because you you start for you know. The the first I think the, you know one of the first ways it seems important to actually get oriented is to understand that you are oriented by certain things and you have probably a, with, with at least where you're at in your current life or anyone's at in their current life have a good orientation that works out for you of going training this much this level this level of stress I can maintain and deal with need some family time need some downtime gonna want to get outside a little bit need some meditation needs you know. Um, you know, and realizing, and once you kind of realize like, Hey, okay, you know what? I'm in a little bit more control of my own inputs and outputs that then if the, if, if those levels are off or again, the scale is tipped a certain way, you have that introspection to know that. And then to be able to change your orientation, it's extremely important to recognize when things aren't going right. Cause you just, cause, and I, and I never want to be this way. And I've definitely, 
and I and I definitely struggle with this because everyone does. I'm nowhere near any modicum of perfection, but it's you know I, you know I never want to be someone who's you know, 50 or 60 and, you know, and I just don't realize that I've been putting coffee tables in front of myself for 45 years or however, however long it's been. I'm just tripping. <laughs> you know? Obstacles. And, yeah. And, and again, going back, going back to the first episode where, you know, where I, I spoke about that of just realizing how much of, of yourself that you're fighting and how much of it is you, but there's so much, there's so much power and, and autonomy in that, in knowing that because no one, no one knows what's right for you more than you do, and no one is battling you more than yourself a lot of the time. Right, and that's also something that, that frustrates me too, is that interference, it comes from within you, and recognizing that interference is really important. But there's people out there that, that have really good intentions that say, no, you're good enough. You are, you're perfect. You don't need to change. You know, and, and the, um, but they don't understand the kind of harm that comes with that, because recognizing that there is a problem or recognizing that a change needs to take place is not an insult and it's it's supposed to be the outcome of recognizing that there's a problem or something that needs to happen the outcome of that is positive it's a positive change you know like all, all through my 20s I, I gained a good amount of weight from age 20 to age 30 and uh, no you don't look fat you don't look fat at all you carry your weight really well you don't look fat and I'm like oh whatever i don't need to worry about that shit i don't need to worry about my calories i don't look fat and then all of a sudden 10 years later right. 50 pounds later it's like why the fuck are people telling me that shit right. you know right. they're like yeah maybe you're good enough maybe you're good enough right now but hey like you know why don't you be a little more aware of yourself why don't you try to recognize the things that are going on and going wrong in your life and right. i'm not just referring to weight i'm referring <laughs> to, to being self-aware of of your problems and these are just this is just the way that i navigate i see a problem right. I'm like all right well there's something going on here something needs to change and that's not a bad thing to recognize no i i don't think so and and i and I, something i've been I'd, I'd love to know your guys experiences with but something that i'm i'm understanding and grasping but not being able to fully apply just because I, I definitely don't have enough life experience for this yet but is the idea of finding that balance of being able to work on yourself and this is going back to the kind of that tai chi meditation using it as a tool for the for, for bettering yourself for now in the future but also using it as a practice of being here now mm-hmm. is is not having your sole motivation for bettering yourself is that you don't like who you are currently that's something that i find really interesting because that's also alluded to in a lot of spiritual practices is not needing to hate yourself and hating where you are now to then love yourself for the future because then you're also really not actively in the present that much you're you're kind of you know, but it's hard because it, how do you how do you balance that mentally? But that's something that I'm trying to really I'm trying to work on and hone. Not all the time, but just just trying to keep in the back of my head of I don't have to I don't have to hate myself to improve myself. That was something you know? that I worked w- worked with a lot, and it's the thing that I, I over the last what nine years I've been in in TV. I, I call it allowing yourself to smell your roses. I never let myself smell my roses. I, I did a yeah. lot of work over the last nine years, and probably in the last couple. I kind of gave myself a chance to recognize where I was at because the prior seven was just not good enough. Work harder, not good enough. Keep pushing, not good enough. Like we need more. We need to learn how to do this. You need to do that. It's not good enough. And that progress is good in and of itself, but then you realize, but then you realize you never get there. Well, that's the thing. There's no end point. So you're always chasing the carrot, but you don't realize the carrot is like where you are currently a lot of the time. Over that time I did, my skills did improve incrementally. I did become a, a very good operator and as much as I, I credit that not good enough work harder, 
that's exhausting to maintain for long periods of time and it did affect me negatively psychologically and but yeah and that's where now i realize the power of smelling your roses because you can acknowledge where you've been and what you've achieved yeah. without feeling bad about it and that and that's what's interesting too is is, is what i find with with life again so far in my experience is that is that Two things can two things can be simultaneously true. Two things can be happening at the same time, and also at times it can be and seem hypocritical, or or two or two things can be converging. You know, I want to improve myself, but I also love myself right now. Well, and then you try to think, well, how does that make sense? Because you're so used to hating yourself. And don't get me wrong, I have I have had tons of improvement through not liking who I am now. I'm not saying I'm not even saying that that's a negative thing to do. Sometimes I I think it's I think it's wishful thinking to try to like yourself all the time. Because again, it's it's we're humans and we're imperfect and that's okay. You right. know what I mean? But but being able to work towards that and work towards, you know, being like, okay, well, how, how is that true? You know, how, how is that going to, you know, those things converge. Not liking who I, uh, you know, liking who I am now but still wanting to improve. It's like, okay, why the fuck does that have to make sense? Why can't you just do both? Yeah. Why can't you, pr- practically speaking, for your own enjoyment of life yeah, and, and your own positive experience. Just enjoy where you are and enjoy the process and who you are. It's not just enjoy the process, but enjoy who you are through the process. Right. Don't just don't just don't just like think about who you're going to be and forget who you are now. Because it's like who you are now is who you're always going to be in that moment. Because every it's you know kind of that again not to keep stealing you know stealing stuff or borrowing things, but kind of the you know you know wherever you go there you are. You know yeah, it's that thing yeah. of it's that you know that John Kabat's in like oh. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, Bucko. yeah, buck, you know, it, but that's, that's what it is, is that you're always there. So all these, it's important to have the goals and to, and to move yourself forward. That is significantly important just to have that forward motivation. But the problem is that if you're to, again, kind of tipping that balance, if you're too forward thinking, you lose life, you lose mm-hmm. life. You're not, you're not actually living, you're not, in the you're, not you're, you're, you're not living that life that actually, what is li- what life actually is from, again, from my understanding, the more Buddhist perspective that it's now, it is the present. All that there is and all there ever will be is right, right, right now, right this mm-hmm. second. Everything else is either planning, wishful thinking, anxiety, or depression about the, the past or the future. Everything else is just right this second. Um, you wish something again? Well, you know, you have to make a plan for the future. Of course. So of course, that's the that's the balance, right? Yeah, that's, finding that's, that balance. That's how you. That's the difficult thing in finding that balance. Totally. And like, I know for me personally, like I I did have a lot of struggles with that. I, yeah. I had a lot of. Struggles I currently with struggle with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we all do. Yeah, you know, currently struggle with find finding that balance, liking liking who you are, even if you don't like where you are. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that, that's real. That's really that. I feel like what the balance boils down to. I would call them my downswings. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it would be like, okay, I, I know I'm going through a downswing because, like, I can't get my mind right. I can't get my mental state right. I'm super stressed all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Running away from my issues, running away from my problems. And then, like, like we had said in the beginning of the show, which I think – we were so scatterbrained in the beginning, and now we're there on was a, there was a six hundred pound bear somewhere in there, right? Right? Yeah, at the oh, yeah, cat burglar, bear burglar, bear burglar. Um, but you know, it, sometimes you obsess with the busy work and not the work itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think I had brought it up in the first one where, like, I just got obsessed with trying to lift really heavy. And I would be like, this is totally going to carry over to my Kung Fu. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, it didn't. Are you even going to yeah. want to fight me if my lats are this big? Bro, Probably bro, not. Bro. That's a negative on that one. I can only do three pull-ups, but I can do 14 million hundred pound lat pull-ups. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but dude, the, the way that that um that I, I like to think about it in terms of 
living in the moment and prioritizing for the future is the way those plans manifest is at a, in this current moment, you know, like every day we form a hierarchy, we, we plan our day out. And at every moment we make a decision on what we're going to do right now. Buckle. Uh, yeah, buckle. <laughs> and, and, but that's a fact, you know, you make a judgment call on what's important to you right there. You know, if you're, sit, you're sitting around hanging out, you know, you just woke up and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a cup of coffee. You just made a decision like the, the co- coffee is more important to you than sitting down. And so you make your coffee and then you're like, you know, I'm going to, you know, make some breakfast. How about toast? You just made that decision. And that's how it's simple as it is. That's how it all boils down is that in that moment, you make the decision to say, hey, it's time to go to the gym. Hey, it's time to, uh, you know, to, to carry out this plan. And that's how you make it happen right there in the moment. I think the bottom line, if I can kind of summarize our conversation really right here, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think the bottom line is that we feel very blessed to be in a school where, you know, obviously, if you want to get to a certain point within a system or within a project, you have to dedicate yourself to that thing, you know. And the point that I make about weightlifting and and not carrying over is that, like, obviously, strength is going to carry over. Let's not be ridiculous here. Obviously, uh, working on your physicality is going to carry over here, but you don't want to cut off your nose to spite your face. I was deadlifting and hurting my back. I was squatting and hurting my knees because I was just so like my ego needed the number because I couldn't do the technique. I didn't like how I looked when I did my forms. I didn't like how I looked when I fought. I didn't like how I felt when we sparred. I didn't like how it felt when I was doing self-defense. And, you know, in the past little while, the past little while, you know, really just after I got my black sash, I was like, wow, I really got to turn this around. You know what I mean? And I needed to put in the work and it took a long time. It took a long time. And there was so much like, like if I didn't have my teachers to tell me that I, I'll make it if I don't stop, that, you know, if Sifu never whispered into my ear, like, you know, you got potential, but you have to work at it. You know, and your potential doesn't come straight up. And this is going to sound cruel to some people, but you don't have talent, but you have work ethic and heart that you can't teach to somebody. That was literally what I was told. You know what I mean? And not like you're talentless, you're a piece of shit, but like, you know, I didn't come out of the womb doing backflips and back handsprings and kicking people in the head. It didn't happen that way. I've gotten my ass handed to me from one end of the school to the other on so many occasions. So many occasions. You know, like we got brought to uh, the kickboxing gym to fight with professionals and to warm up professionals. And I got my ass kicked from one end of the ring to the other. But you know what I remember? I remember the couple times I got some good shots in. Nice. You know, it gave me hope. Yeah. You know, I, I won the competition the one time I competed. I won against the kid that I fought. But like at the same time in my head, you know, it was a kid. He was 18 and I was 29, you know. Right. And like... Well, the reason I fought him is because he was the only one competing in my division. Because right. I wasn't a black a black sash yet, and he didn't want me competing with other, with black like pretending to be a black belt and fighting with black belts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's really easy to get obsessed with the busy work or things that is easy or rewarding to your ego to do that make you feel like you're putting work in, yet actually are taking you further from your goals. And that can be positive or negative. It can be the weekend warrior mentality that we had discussed earlier, which we also have all struggled with. I think John and I more than you, Ryan. It can be the busy work that 
is just all this shit that you have to do before you do the one thing that you actually need to sit down and do. And I think that's your biggest struggle, Ryan, yeah. is just like feeling like you have constantly biting off more than you can chew and not finding time for the things that are the most important to you or sacrificing things because you feel like you have to do it all. You know, yeah. there is a modicum of sacrifice that has to happen. And there is a modicum of giving yourself the opportunity to smell the roses you grew. Yeah. You know what I mean? There, there, there. In everything exists duality. You know what I mean. And you have to embrace both sides of those things. You have to embrace your light and your dark, and you have to make them work for you. And that's the most important thing. And you know, for us, without the guiding light of our instructors and without the guiding light of the school and the system, we're not sure that we would have made it out of where we've made it out of. Factual. And made it here. And this project, this podcast, is not only to promote the school and the teachers that we love so much, but it's also to... We can't turn back now. It's too late. We're here. We're doing it. We're recording it. We're releasing it. It's not just for our egos. It's for our own accountability. Yeah. This is so that we know we can't turn around. Yeah. The only way to go now is forward. And we hope that you take that journey with us and that you take those steps forward with us and that you 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 know, you watch us and celebrate us on our journey so that we can watch and celebrate you on your journey. Yeah, this is just as much for us as it is for, as it is for you guys. You know, the lessons that we're not even really lessons because it's it's stuff that you know, we we are working through and talking about and 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 adopting just as much as hopefully you guys are you know and that's that's what's important you know you know so you know we you know we we are trying just as much as you guys are to live in the moment not hate your not hate ourselves during the process enjoy who we are while also wanting to change and allowing yourself to live life while wanting to improve so you know we're 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 right in the trenches with you guys and that's something that I think is really important and hopefully a a cool perspective that we can bring and hopes you know hopefully helps you guys helps you guys along just as much as this this podcast is helping us along as individuals and a group and so, what, um, whatever journey you may be undertaking right now like we said before please don't forget to smell your roses yeah and guys um please check out our instructor's website uh shaolinlohan.com yeah. please follow him on instagram at authentic shaolin um and our instagram is marshallmindcast Please follow the link tree in our episode description. If it's within your budget, that five bucks a month can help us do this full time and bring this to you as often as we possibly can. If this is something that you felt helped you and something resonated with you, please go to the Patreon. The first tier is five bucks a month, and that'll get you content that we're not going to put up other places. I'm going to break down quotes, and we're going and it'll give you what we're going to do is we're going to start a Discord. Cool and. That Discord is going to be a open source of conversation for the martial mind community. And you don't have to be a martial artist. It's just our unique filter that we see the world through. Yeah. So you don't need to be a martial artist to have the martial mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if I could make a book suggestion, I would recommend The Book of Five Rings by, um, I believe it's Miyamoto Musashi. Mm. It's written many, many moons ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a, it's a great... It's a it it's a uh, we we should do a breakdown of that. I feel like we should definitely we should definitely all read that book and yeah. do and do That'd a break cool. and do a breakdown of it. Maybe have that be 
uh, on the Patreon, and we yeah. can do that maybe in the Discord, because right. we can read that book and we can break it down in yeah. the Discord chat. That'd be um, really cool. So we'll start that up. We need people though. We can't do it without any people. So you know, hit us up, message us, DM us. We'd love to connect with you. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go onto the Patreon and subscribe to the Patreon in order to d- DM us or connect with us. Go yeah. to Marshall Mindcast at Instagram. And I think, I think that's enough shameless self-promotion. Yeah. You know, and it's it. really, and it's all out of love, you know. I don't think any of us want, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I want a, I want a Lamborghini, but this isn't why. <laughs> I don't want to be rich. I want to, I want to be able to live my life helping people and, and yeah. do the things that I love. You want to be, be able to be in a spot where you can prioritize what's meaningful for you as much as possible. Absolutely, and help as many people along the way as I can. Of course. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, you want to be, be able to be in a spot where you can prioritize what's meaningful for you as much as possible. Absolutely, and help as many people along the way as I can. Of course. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, so guys, hopefully this is a good start for that, for all of us to help you guys and help ourselves. And, you know, please stay tuned for, uh, for more to come. And um, thank you for listening to uh, episode two of the Marshall Mind Podcast. Have a good night, everybody.